Happy New Year. Well, almost. If you're listening to this episode when it airs, then you know we are in the last week of 2020. And if you're anything like me and the rest of the world, we couldn't be more excited to see this year go. Although this past year has been challenging for all of us in a myriad of ways, there are still so many things to be thankful for. And as we welcome 2021 this week, I want to share with you a few goals that didn't quite make it on the calendar this year, a few goals that I have for this upcoming year, and a few lessons that I learned in 2020. Everything is spiritual, and it's about time that we learn what it means to dig in a little deeper. I am your host, Elaine Johnston, and I created Spirituality Untamed as a way for women to unlock their spiritual liberation and divine freedom. God has gifted each one of us the ability to go deeper and tap into our higher callings. But in order to fully step outside of the boxes that have been holding us back for far too long, it's imperative that we allow our own spiritual journey to run free, wild, and untamed. In this podcast, we explore different mindset patterns, meditation practices, and the power of manifestation in order to grow into our greatest potential. Each week, we discover our own unique giftings through divine affirmations and spiritual truths as we allow ourselves to be unified in spirit. I believe that God is vast and beautiful and mysterious, and that together, we can step out of the box and into our truest selves. This is Spirituality Untamed. Are you ready to dig deeper and let your own spirituality run wild? I had high hopes and big dreams for 2020, many of which never saw the light of day. I'm sure that I'm not alone in the fact that many of the things that I sought out to achieve this year got placed on the back burner. But despite all the misfortune and chaos, beautiful things still came from this past year. It may not always have felt like it in the moment, But that doesn't mean that now, at the tail end of 2020, we can begin to find the small things to be thankful for. To be fair and honest, though, there was a good portion of this year that sucked. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm going to be blunt. This year sucked for a lot of different reasons. We've discussed this on many of the past episodes of embracing the suck and recognizing that when you have those times where we don't feel our best, we don't feel our like we're on our A game and and understanding that emotion is real and raw and vulnerable and what makes us human beings. While I am able to recognize the beauty and growth from this past season, I am honest enough with myself to say that this year sucked. While the point of this specific episode isn't to rehash all of the terrible things that happened this year on a national and global level, I do want to share a few expectations 
that fell through in my personal life and what I have learned and what I'm still learning about the ups and downs of life. For starters, my biggest goals were not met this year. My three biggest goals for 2020 were to publish my book, Moving Mountains, by Christmas. Well, it's the last week of December and my book still isn't published. I also wanted to travel the country and experience new adventures. And I wanted to have three local speaking gigs. Not a single one of these things happened. And that's okay. As I was editing my second draft of Moving Mountains, I got tired of it. Come April, I didn't really have a huge desire to carry out this major goal for the year. In fact, towards the beginning of summer, I began to lose my drive in a lot of different ways. I stopped setting goals for myself and quit paying attention to the progress that I was making. Traveling the country obviously didn't happen this year, especially not in the capacity of what I was expecting. We had to cancel several trips throughout the year that I and my husband had been looking forward to for a while now, and it sucked. I was devastated and let down and really annoyed that our country couldn't get it together by the end of the year. And of course, having multiple speaking gigs didn't happen this year because the world went digital. People stopped meeting in coffee shops and most of, if not all, the conferences this year either got canceled or went online or looked just completely different than originally anticipated. Generally speaking, people quit doing a lot of normal things this year. And I'll be the first to say that, yeah, that that sucks. Again, I recognize the bigger issues at hand, but can we be honest and say that even on a personal level, we missed out on a lot of great and fun experiences in 2020. People had to cancel prom and graduation and travel and vacations and weddings and baby showers and all of life's greatest celebrations. We were robbed of a lot of joyful things. I mean, even the holidays seemed super weird this year. I don't know about you, but the holidays, all of them, especially in the latter half of the year, just didn't feel like normal holidays. But there are still things to be grateful for, even in the midst of chaos and uncertainty. Although 2020 was an overwhelming year for, again, a lot of different reasons, I learned a few valuable lessons that I will be carrying with me into 2021. One, it's not about being like-minded and the focus of being like-hearted. I've shared this a little bit on this podcast and on social media about a lesson that God really shared with me early on this year of surrounding myself with like-hearted people, like-spirited people, and that there's beauty in diversity and that we should celebrate our unique perspectives and celebrate our different mindsets around certain issues because at the end of the day, most of us have the same heart perspective. At at the end of the day, a lot of us, whether we may have different thought patterns and we may have different ways of finding solutions, at the end of the day, a lot of us still have a heart central focus. And for 2021, I really want to surround myself with more people who are like-hearted and less like-minded. Again, there's nothing wrong with surrounding yourself with people who think the same thoughts and have the same ideas and perspectives. But I also believe that we should celebrate people who are different 
from us because we have so much to learn from other people. Number two, some of the greatest blessings come from our greatest misfortune. This year was literally like Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. I feel like each month, several things kept piling over and over and over and over so much that we started creating memes for this year and creating like funny gifts describing the misfortunate or unfortunate experiences and events. But I also learned that some of our greatest blessings come from that. Some of our greatest blessings are birthed from awful experiences. And I know for me personally, while I didn't meet my greatest goals this year, get to travel or get to do some of the fun things that I'd been looking forward to, a lot of beautiful things came from a lot of the heartache as well. A lot of cool things still happened. My husband and I were still tremendously blessed this year, even though we lost an entire business, even though we had friends and family who were dealing with COVID, us specifically were incredibly blessed this year. And yeah, there was a lot of things that didn't work out, but there were still things that wouldn't have happened. Beautiful things, very fun and unique experiences that wouldn't have happened had life been normal. And number three, that once we are able to find calm amidst the chaos, we can truly be set free. And that's not to sugarcoat the bad things that happen. That's not to ignore, dismiss the terrible things because it helps us one embrace like, hey, yeah, this year sucked. These things happened. These things were terrible. These were bad experiences. However, being able to center yourself and being able to find a calm in the middle of all the chaos and being able to just really sit with yourself and and commune with others even, you are able to set your focus, set your gaze on beautiful things and things that, that truly matter. And a lot of that is in simplicity. A lot of the joys are in simple things, which I even talked about last week whenever I was talking about the perspective and the whole aspect of Hugo and living a simple life and that there is so much beauty in that and just being able to find center, find a focus in all of the messy and craziness allows us to remain hopeful and to remain resilient. And while my three biggest goals for 2020 didn't happen, a few key things that I'm leaning into for the new year for 2021 are one, growing the Spirituality Untamed community. More interviews. We heard from Katie Harrell a couple weeks ago, and there are so many other amazing women that I can't wait to share more conversations with and to share more of the different various perspectives of, of spirituality and different spiritual practices, growing our community, and just really honing in on what it means to live a free, wild, and untamed life and a spiritual journey and all of what that encompasses. So I'm really focusing on just spirituality untamed as a whole. I'm also focusing on growing and scaling my business alongside my husband and leveling up in a whole new way. 
and creating even more opportunities for us in the future to really pursue and chase after our greater vision goals for our lives and really just showing up in new and bigger and bolder and braver ways. And also tuning into more of myself and where I feel most aligned. This is kind of twofold because one, this focuses on relationships and friendships and really focusing on not just finding not or not just widening the community for spirituality and taint, but even for myself as well and really establishing strong friendships and establishing strong relationships, but also establishing ideas that serve me and that being very intentional about the ideas and perspectives that I allow to take up space in my circle and in my life and really focusing on those things of spiritual alignment and really focusing on those things that light me up, that bring me joy, that really just allow me to find that central focus and allow me to find that calm amidst the storm. And one thing that I would like to see more of in 2021 in general is more kindness, which is a group effort that involves everyone. And the biggest thing that I would like to see in the new year is more unity and communing together, more empathy for other people, more understanding and coming together and really just putting our ego and our pride aside and allowing people to take leadership in certain aspects of our lives and are allowing ourselves to step back and grow and learn and adapt to new perspectives. Again, it's that whole central heart focus, but on a greater, more national, more global level of coming together. And I really have a lot of hope for this next year and this new season that we are going in. And even with having a new president and new leadership, I just feel like 2021 is going to be a huge year for a lot of people in a good way. If nothing else, 2020 has been a very sobering year for everyone. And even though things still remain uncertain, I am still here. You are still here. And if we truly want to see 2020 come to an end and ensure that we don't have a repeat year, We've got a lot of work to do. And yes, hindsight is definitely 2020. So as you lean into 2021 this week, may your days be brighter, full of joy, and your goals come to fruition in this next season of life. Goodbye 2020 and hello 2021. Happy New Year, y'all. Thanks for joining me this week on Spirituality Untamed. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave an honest review of the show. Your feedback is greatly appreciated as it helps future listeners dig deeper into their own spiritual journey. If you want to dig deeper within your own spiritual journey and link arms with other women as we dive into our higher selves, then I have news for you. Just head on over to the Spirituality Untamed community on Facebook and click to join. I also produce another show alongside my husband. The Reckless Pursuit is a safe place where Christians can ask unsafe questions, where we discuss various issues such as deconstruction, questioning beliefs, and dealing with religious trauma. 
If you would like to join in on the conversation, then join us over at Nomads, a safe community to ask unsafe questions. Of course, any of the resources mentioned in this week's episode, as well as information on the show and our Facebook community can be found in the show notes below. Again, thanks for hanging out with me this week. And until next time, don't forget to dig in a little deeper today.